Why are police photographing our license plate? What are we doing for veterans returning home damaged physically and mentally, suffering from depression, homelessness, and suicide? Why did the Supreme Court deposit corporate money into our electoral process? Should we redefine middle class as working poor? Or is it just another Wall Street merger? What's really behind new voter picture ID laws in certain states? Why aren't NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox asking these questions? Welcome to the Reasonable Voice radio show. I'm your host, Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice. The mission of the Reasonable Voice is to connect the dots between politics and finance, the need for better and more affordable education, our humanity, world peace, and, of course, the arts, which we then gladly provide our listeners, the voting public, as informative food for thought to provoke their self-determination and appetite for equal economic opportunity and justice for all without truth decay. The Reasonable Voices are advocates prioritizing education, preserving our history, leading by example for a peaceful and prosperous world by evoking and embracing both creative artists and political unity as solutions to our challenges. Good afternoon. This is the Reasonable Voices talk radio show, and I'm your host, Marcello Rolando. Today, my guest is the Executive Director of Senior Center in Charlottesville, Virginia, Mr. Peter Thompson. Peter, how are you today? Very well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. You know, Cuba's in the news a great deal these days, and everybody's trying to connect with Cuba and vice versa, but I, I think you kind of got us all outdone with Havana Nights. Tell us about Havana Nights. Yes, well, our Senior Center's big annual fundraiser is always a uh, travel destination theme, and this year our theme is Cuba, so it's our Grand Gala Havana Nights on Saturday, February 27th uh, at the Boarshead Inn Pavilion. It's a great hall uh, to have a good time to celebrate uh, great Cuban food, Mm -hmm. uh, great music with Big Ray and the Cool Cats, and they're excited to be playing some Cuba-themed music. There'll be some, some dance lessons for Cuba. Cuban numbers, the cha-cha-cha and, and other things, and dominoes will be being played, uh, as it is in downtown Havana every day, and all of it will be a fun evening to raise money for the healthy aging programs that our senior center does each and every day. You know, the more I talk to you, the more I learn about Senior Center. It's quite a place. It's not a live-in, but it's a place where people of all ages come to have fun, especially at the annual gala. T- tell us a little more about Senior Center itself. Well, the Senior Center for 56 years, we're celebrating our birthday this month, that's part of why we have our gala in February, has been the leader in our community for helping seniors stay healthy and well so that they can be engaged in our community, live fulfilling lives for their own benefit, for their families, and for each and every one of us. So in one way to think about it, it's kind of a, a teen center for the 50-plus set. It's, <laughs> not, it's, not a, uh, it's not a residence, not, it's more of a community center focusing on people age 50 and better. We're a place where people come and make friends, see long-standing friends, uh, stretch their minds with intellectual programs, stay active in physical fitness programs, uh, travel uh, locally, statewide, and internationally, and you know, learn how to be and be good citizens through our volunteer program. 
uh, along with creative and performing arts. That's uh, the holistic wellness that research consistently shows are the key ingredients to help seniors stay well and happy uh, and active and engaged. And we do all that because uh, the research says it's good for the community, but we also do it because it's just a lot of fun. Yes, you know, I, I've been there to a few events at Senior Center, and I I notice a, it's a place that's kind of full of laughter, smiles, and dancing, and even political fun. But you mentioned performing arts. I don't think I've ever been there for the performing arts. Tell us something about that. So the Senior Center offers uh, probably about a dozen performing arts programs, and everything from, we have three different bands. Uh, one is the 20-piece Flashbacks group, which plays swing dance music and uh-huh. performs out in the community playing that great dance music. And then we have both the Second Wind Band, which is a group of about 60 uh, musicians that play a wide variety of music. In fact, just today I was uh, listening to them and they were playing some Chicago tunes yeah. down there. But they also go back to Benny Goodman and, and the Dorseys and a lot of other great classic big band music and Sousa Marches and a whole lot more. And it's mostly folks who may have played music off and on in their life but weren't, you know, professional musicians, but people enjoy getting together and playing music together. And then, and they play out in the community. And then our first wind band is folks who are just learning how to play, where some Mm. of our other more experienced musicians help people learn how to play the clarinet or whatever it may be at any age. Our bands are a big part of what we do. We have lots of dance groups. We have a international folk dance. We have ballroom dance. We have line dance. We have tap dance. We have a whole lot more that are both partially performing arts, but also learning and also fun and recreational. And we also have uh, the Encore Players, which is a drama troupe that does uh, stage readings. Mm -hmm. They write their own material. It's all comedies. They say there's enough drama and horror in the world. We don't want to do those. So it's all laughter. They do comedy and they they get together and write their work. Sometimes they do some other published works and they rehearse them throughout, you know, maybe a semester and then they perform in the community and here at the senior center. So the performing arts are a big part of what we do. And there's a very interesting body of research that's fairly new that shows when older adults do performing arts, because you're doing multiple things at once. You're, mm-hmm. you're learning. You're either learning a new dance step or a new instrument or a new line. Mm-hmm. You're doing it in a social setting with your fellows, and you're doing it typically at some level of physical activity. Even if you're in a drama troupe, you're on stage moving around, or you're dancing, or you're, you're moving your hands uh, and whatnot, playing yes. music that by doing the combination of physical, intellectual, and social together, you actually double the benefits of all those. They haven't figured out quite why that is, uh, but they're finding some very good research that, uh, again, the performing arts, first and foremost, are fun, yes. but they're also a really great way to, to age well. You know, you put age in there a few times, and I love the various uh, adjectives you use, but one of my favorites that I heard from, from you, it's the Center for Healthy Aging. And healthy aging, of course, is on everybody's mind because the alternative is not very pleasant. But at Senior Center, I mean, I've heard, I know I've shared with you before, my parents suffered from Alzheimer's, and I've had the head of the Alzheimer's Association and other health community leaders on the show a number of times. And one of the things, it was just on local news the other night, I've heard from Sue Friedman many times, a healthy heart means a healthy mind, and, and vice versa. So if you're happy... If you're upbeat, if, you, if you've got a sense of humor, if you're enjoying life, a good conversation, a bingo game, card game, you are doing things for your mind. And then if you get in the pool and walk around a little bit, uh, you know, healthy heart, healthy mind. So 
tell us how does um, I, I know you've touched on this already, but give us some more specifics of how Senior Center is helping people of all ages who come there. Because the first time I was there, I wasn't fifty. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, with this healthy aging, give us some POV of that. Yeah, well, that's a, a great intro. Healthy aging never gets old. Yeah. Uh, how we look at it at the Senior Center, and that's a uh, an intentional play on words. Mm. Because, you know, when I get out and talk to particularly groups of younger folks, and younger could be, you know, 40s or 50s yes. uh, or 20s or teens, you know, we have this concept in America that, you know, we don't want to grow old. Yes. But when you stop and you ask somebody, Marcello, do you want to be older tomorrow than you are today? Hmm. Well, of course the answer is yes. And do you want to be older a year from now? Well, yeah. Yes. So we do want to age, but you're exactly right. The key is that we want to age well. What people do not want to do is is age in a way that they become dependent on others. Healthy aging is what research shows are the keys to avoiding that decline in a way that you become dependent on others. Because... What people see, such as Alzheimer's and dementia, that's not normal aging. Mm-hmm. That's an illness. Yes. It doesn't happen for everyone. It doesn't happen just because you're 55, 65, 85, or 105. Mm-hmm. That isn't a disease just like hypertension or cancer or anything else. Yes. But people assimilate the, the two. They think of aging as decline, and that's what we need to we need to uh, disengage those two thoughts in America's mind. Yes. So that's why we don't shy away from the word aging. We are all doing it. What we do want to do is do it healthfully. Uh, so, you know, that, yes, those, and that concept of healthy uh, heart, healthy mind is absolutely spot on. Mm-hmm. Sue Friedman is certainly brighter than this than I am because she's full-time committed to the fight against Alzheimer's and a world against without Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And what we are finding in a lot of ways is that one of the best keys, because that's one of people's biggest fears. Yes, yes. They don't want to lose that, that capacity, and it's understandable because most of us have seen it in life, and it's a it's a terrible way to to decline. And a big part of what we know is that if you don't want to get Alzheimer's or other dementias, the key is to stay physically active. Yes. People forget that one of the main things for brain health is pumping blood up to the brain on a regular basis. That's right. And it doesn't have to be marathon running or swimming laps for half an hour or even walking five miles. It doesn't have to be going out and bowling and playing tennis, although those are all great, fun, active things to do. It can just be get up and use the stairs instead of the elevator. Now take a five-minute walk. Take a ten-minute walk. Go out and garden. Play with the kids. Walk the dog. People, sometimes it's daunting to think of exercise. And what we need to do is just emphasize you just got to move. Mm-hmm. So the Senior Center does a lot of that. Uh, of a wide variety of abilities. You know, we have walking groups. We have groups that do do five-mile hikes out in the Blue Ridge. We yeah. have tennis and racquetball and softball, and we have programs for people with arthritis and Parkinson's. So no matter what somebody's ability and interests are, we try to have a wide variety of physical activities working with your age peers. And when classes have instructors, such as our Tai Chi and yoga and dance classes, they are led by people who like to work with older adults or are used to working with older adults. I've been here at the Senior Center going on 17 years, and most of our fitness instructors were veterans when I got here 17 years ago. Wow. There are people who love working with our crowd and, uh, and, and have giving more individualized attention than a lot of group exercise can. So healthy aging never gets old here at the Senior Center. Absolutely. So you do sort of sponsor these uh, the hikes you were saying, and uh, you go on field trips as well, right, which is very stimulating in every we way. Do. Yeah. We, we do. Uh, and that's 
why our Grand Gala Havana Nights, uh, again coming up on February 27th at the Boar's Head, is a travel theme because travel is a big part of what we do. Uh, it also encompasses the other aspects of holistic wellness, um, as you just mentioned. It's physical. You're getting up and about. Uh, you're learning. Uh, no matter what type of travel you're doing, you're always having your eyes open. I was actually just in Cuba earlier this month. Oh, wow extremely eye-opening experience, very thought-provoking, and, you know, you're with your fellows, typically. Uh, travel is rarely on one's own. Even if you travel by yourself, you're engaging with other people. So all the key ingredients for, for healthy aging are really encompassed in travel. And our travel program at the Senior Center, one of the ways, and, and, and your listeners almost certainly know family or friends who, as they've aged, they have declined, and perhaps the world gets smaller. And often when your world gets smaller, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm. And travel is a great way just to expand one's horizons. So many seniors can benefit from travel, but maybe they don't drive themselves anymore. They can't drive at night or on the highway or into the city or don't can't do long distances or don't feel safe traveling or, you know, it's not a lot of fun to mm -hmm. go to the Kennedy Center by yourself. Yes. So all of that can be addressed by coming to the senior center and enjoying our group travel where someone else takes care of all the details. All you have to do is get here. We have an experienced travel escort who makes sure you get on the bus safely, get to the next spot safely, get off the bus, enjoy the museum or the opera or the baseball game or the Charlestown races or Natural Bridge or whatever it is you go to. Mm meet some fellows, get back on the bus, and get home safely. So travel's a big, uh, fun way for us to, to meet our mission at the Senior Center. Let's talk about traveling to the Senior Center, because it's, it's so much goes on there. We've mentioned that it, we're located in Charlottesville, Virginia, in Albemarle County, Virginia, but do, do you have many people that come from other locations to be in, involved at Senior Center? We, again, it's not a residency, but do they come to the uh, events, the functions, things like Havana Nights? here at the edge of the Albemarle County city line, right off 29 North on Pepsi Place. It's kind of tucked in behind the 29 North Post Office. So it's real easy to get to, uh, being you know one block off the, the biggest thoroughfare in Central Virginia, Route 29. Mm -hmm. And most of our folks uh, drive themselves, but some people do walk. Some are dropped off by friends. Some use uh, the CAT public bus. Some certainly uh, use Jaunt, uh, our great service for folks with disabilities. And some are dropped off by friends or drive with friends. You know, we have couples where maybe one of a couple can't drive, but the other brings them to events. Mm. Most of our folks come from Charlottesville, Albemarle, about 90%, but we do have folks, uh, quite a few come from Fluvanna and Greene County, mm -hmm. uh, Louisa in Orange and Nelson, and we have some members that come regularly from and at times we've had folks come as far as Culpeper. So because we get no public funding, we get no city or county or state funding, we're not restricted just to people from those communities. Mm -hmm. uh, we're a nonprofit supported by the community. We serve the entire community. So anyone can participate uh, at the senior center. And we have people come from far and near because it's really, you know, not just the best here in our community, but really our greater community. And, you know, we've even won local, state, national, and even in one case, we won the Pinnacle Award as the best community center for all aspects of senior wellness in all of North America. So wow. it's not just us saying we, we have fun and do well. It's uh, our, our peers uh, look very much up to our senior center here in Charlottesville. 
You know, this is all fantastic. We're going to talk some more with Peter Thompson, the Executive Director of Senior Center in Charlottesville, Virginia, as it reaches out and embraces people of all ages, really. If you want to age, uh, healthy aging is important at any age, and there are lots of events and activities going on. And we're going to talk more in our second segment about the big gala coming up on February 27th, where that's located and how you can get tickets. Also, let's talk about some of the people who support Senior Center because, as Peter Thompson has said, uh, the center has been around, Senior Center, for 55 years without depending on government funding. That in itself is a major accomplishment. So we're going to be right back with Peter Thompson talking about uh, Shuttlesville Senior Center and Havana Nights Gala event. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. The Cohen brothers, Joel and Ethan, began making films in 1984 with Blood Simple. Since then, they've been churning out a steady stream of acclaimed titles, often uniquely genre-bending. Fargo, their sixth, came out in 1996, earning seven Academy Award nominations and two wins for Best Original Screenplay and Best Actress Frances McDormand. In addition to other honors, it has earned a spot on the American Film Institute's 100 Best Movies of All Time. Roger Ebert once claimed films like Fargo are why I love the movies. The film is essentially a classic noir detective story featuring no dearth of bloody murders, matched by outrageously underplayed comedy. Using the warm, rhythmic dialect derived from Minnesota kind, a pregnant cop pursues the dumbest ever villains to the gruesome, bitter end. Only then does she briefly abandon her smiling happy talk, Yeah, you betcha! Who cares if a lot of the snow had to be faked during the second warmest winter in a century? Or if nothing was actually shot in Fargo? Or if many Fargo residents may have been offended? Or if the story wasn't even true as the Coens had promised in their opening titles? The fact remains that Fargo is classic storytelling at its very best. Fargo, not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Welcome back to the Reasonable Voices talk radio show. My guest today is the executive director of Senior Center in Charlottesville, Virginia, Mr. Peter Thompson. And although recently back from a trip, coincidentally, to Cuba, it had nothing to do, I don't think, with the choice of the theme for this year's gala, the Senior Center Gala in Charlottesville, Virginia, will be taking place on Saturday, February 27th at 6.30 p.m. We'll talk a bit more about that. We mentioned it in the last segment, but right now let's welcome back Peter Thompson. Peter, how are you again? Uh, very good. Thank <laughs> you again for uh, giving me a chance to come talk about why aging is such a paramount issue uh, here in our community and how our senior center is helping make our community a better place to age well. And, you know, it, it's true. We, everybody's thinking about aging. I mean, you, you know, as, as you're... Folks say there they do comedies because there's enough trauma and drama on television and, and out in the world. But, you know, when we have a news media that tends to focus on the most negative or the most sensational or the most, you know, whatever, and even the movies, for heaven's sakes, it's so difficult to find something with a storyline, you know, with people and conversations. But anyway, so I think it's a real center, pun intended, 
the senior center is a real hub, a mecca, if you will, of where people can go and have a good time. And like even playing cards, it's mentally stimulating and socially engaging. I mean, it beats sitting at home watching TV. What do you think? Well, you're absolutely right, and I love many of the words you use, such as this hub, and that's very much what the center is about. In fact, we often refer to the senior center simply as the center uh, because it is the place that people can come and uh, engage with one another and, and importantly, engage in the community. It's not just a building or a facility or a yes. place. It's very much a, a, uh, a portal to the world. You know, Part of how we look at it is you know, our mission is to engage people in the in life via the community, the, the, the senior center. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we do a lot of programs. We talked about our travel program, but we have hiking and racquetball and softball and a lot of other things that happen off-site. We have a travel buddies program that, that helps uh, people who you know, may want to go to the Heritage Theater or, or, or live arts, but you know, it's not a lot of fun to go to the theater by yourself. But, you know, if you're a single living alone, how do you find a way to go out to the theater with someone? Yes. So our travel buddies is a way for you to register with the senior center and this is a members-only program uh, to find other people who have like interests so you can pair up and go and enjoy the benefits of this great community. Because you mentioned isolation. You know, isolation kills. Yes. It's not yes. just bad. It, it, and it's not just tied to depression and mental health issues. It, and it's not just tied to hypertension and heart disease. It's tied to early morbidity. Uh, a friend of mine pointed out recently, you know, what is one of the cruelest things we do to people that we want to punish in the, in the criminal justice system? Yes. I, solitary solitary confinement. confinement, yes. You know, because we know how, how crazy it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're hopefully learning better about that, but I'm not a criminal justice expert, but I do know that social isolation for seniors uh, is a life and death matter. Yes. And we are social beings as humans. Mm-hmm. Very, very few folks can live fulfilling lives as hermits. We are built to be engaged with one another. And oftentimes, that doesn't go away as we age. And oftentimes as we age, we lose a lot of the social connections. Once the kids are launched, we're not involved in the schools and other kids' parents and everything else. Our careers may wind down and we don't have that, that daily social interaction with our colleagues. You know, research actually shows that the two biggest things people miss about work are working with others and making fun of the boss. So I, I try to do my best to give my colleagues an apple opportunity to just do both of those yes. things here in the senior center. But point being that isolation is a dangerous thing and a big core of what the senior center is about is simply to give people an opportunity and a reason to get out, get here and get out of bed every day and we have folks who say that that the senior center is their reason to get out of the house every day mm. that otherwise they would never leave the home uh, and you know they wither up and die so what we do is fun that is the reason people come but it also has an incredible social impact on our community, the ripple impact of helping keep thousands of our friends and neighbors healthy and active and engaged uh, just makes a big difference, not just for them, but for all of us. You know, everything you say is so true. I have, I have a chiropractor friend of mine who always says, movement is life, Marcello. And, you know, and getting, getting up, getting out, talking with friends, driving around, walking around. And again, even the indoor things, a bingo game. You're stimulating the mind. You're talking the whole time. You know, nobody's silent at bingo. <laughs> Except when they call yeah. it, you know. Yeah, and fun and games aren't. You're right. We have, we have bingo. We have canasta. We have rook. We have chess. We have checkers. We have poker. We have 
Bunko. You know, yes, that people are playing dice at the senior center. And <laughs> it, it, is, it is socially engaging. It's fun, and fun and laughter are healthy for us, and it yes. is also intellectually stimulating. So all of what we do here typically meets several dimensions of the key ingredients for healthy aging each and every day. Tell me something about your sponsors. Uh, you must have quite a few, and obviously, if Senior Center has been around for 55 years, almost 56, I think you said, um, yes. and people, uh, the private sector is sponsoring it, uh, who, can you name some of these? Who, who are these people who have been so moved as to reach for their checkbooks? Well, we are very fortunate and blessed here in our community. Uh, we have a great legacy of, of giving in this community, of our yes. time our talent and also of our treasure and about 60% of our budget comes from private philanthropy the other 40% comes from dues and fees and rental income and a couple of other sources of entrepreneurial income but again none from public funding if such as our grand gala Havana Nights again coming up on the, the 27th uh, at the Boar's Head Inn our biggest fundraiser you know, sponsors for that uh, our presenting sponsor is Virginia National Bank BNB uh-huh. uh, has been a very good friend of the Senior Center since they were founded mm-hmm. uh, and it came on board shortly before I came here in 1999. They are a uh, very consistent sponsor. They helped fund our uh, expansion in the evening hours, seven or eight, gosh, nine or ten years ago now. They were mm. one of the keys to, to fund that as a pilot program until we proved that it was a way to continue to meet our mission. And they're very proud to be the uh, presenting sponsor of Havana Nights. Our great friends at Monticello Media and the Newsplex have been our media sponsors for the last couple of grand galas. And you know, certainly there are some companies that you uh, may expect would support the senior center because they know about aging. Sure. You know, folks like Home Instead, Senior Care, the Colonnades, uh, Rosewood Village, uh, Hill and Wood, folks like that. Yes. But then there's also a lot of people who uh, you may not expect uh, from Roy Wheeler Real Estate and Hankel Citizens Insurance uh, to Southern Development Homes that has learned uh, of a great, you know, need in the community for senior housing, uh, Davenport and company. But then you know, there's also just a lot of folks that don't necessarily work in the field of aging or uh, have any you know residual benefit they may get, but just mm-hmm. believe in the impact we have. Uh, you know, all of us support charities that we don't necessarily use, but we mm-hmm. believe are critical to a healthy community. And I mentioned uh, companies for the most part, but you know, most of our philanthropy comes from private individuals, individuals Mm. and couples who believe in what we do. Some of them are members of the center. uh, Some are family members of the center. But again, a lot are just people who believe that a healthy community needs a healthy senior center. You know, the biggest demographic change in our world, in our country, and certainly in Charlotte's Flower Moral, is the aging of our community. Yes. It impacts everything. Yes. Anything that you are interested in from a charitable perspective is impacted by the aging of our community. And anything you're involved with in your charitable nonprofit work as a donor or a volunteer or an employee is impacting how age-friendly we are. Yes. Everything. Transportation, for the amount of people who don't drive as mm-hmm. they age. Housing and affordable housing is yes. very related to age-friendliness. Um, you know, the West Main Street design and how age-friendly that is. Uh, mental health issues are interrelated. Certainly the health care system. Yes. Economic development biggest driving force of economic development is being an age-friendly community, retaining and recruiting older adults who don't need more schools, but are going to support the schools and support our businesses, support our nonprofits. It's a workforce development issue. And usually people think, oh, yes, we're going to need more doctors and nurses. 
but we also need more personal trainers and language coaches and yes. Tai Chi coaches and a lot of other things for our aging population. And we're going to need to find a lot better work environments for people as they grow older. Exactly. You know, we have to work longer. So I really challenge your listeners to think about, you know, whatever you're interested in, aging is not this separate issue over on the side. Uh-huh. It pretty much is an overarching that impacts absolutely everything as we look at how we uh, effectively uh, function as a community today and how we plan for our future. Everything and everyone. You're absolutely right. You know, you mentioned a couple of times the benefits of membership. Does one have to be a member to attend the gala in 2016 of Anna Knights? Absolutely not. And you don't have to be a member to participate in a lot of what we do. You mentioned a few times early, and I meant to circle back, so thank you. Mm-hmm. We, Our mission is to serve people age 50 and better and help them stay happy and active and engaged and independent. What we know is that more 50-plus-year-olds, in order to do that, don't want to be isolated and segregated by age. Yes. So we do a lot of programs that are open to all ages. Most of we do a lot our dances, our concerts, certainly our grand gala is open to all ages. Uh, our international folk dance on Wednesday evenings has people from college students on up into their 80s and everywhere in between. Yeah. So we do a lot that is not just open to guests, but is open to guests of all ages. Mm. Uh, we have support groups in partnership with Hospice of the Piedmont and AA uh, and the tremor support group with UVA, you know, open to all ages, and you don't have to be a member to participate in those. We partner with our great friends at Senior Statesman of Virginia. You don't have to be a senior or a member of either organization to come and hear great speakers once a month. We've had Dahlia Lathwick, who's one of the best Supreme Court uh, pundits uh, in the mm-hmm. world who lives mm-hmm. here in our community and talks to us once a year. We have candidate forums. We had the chair of the uh, Federal Reserve in Richmond come up and talk to us recently about the economic outlook. Uh, both macro and local. So a lot of what we do is is, uh, is open to all ages. Um, there is a benefit of membership. Membership is $125 a year, less than $12 a month, just $11 a month or so. So it's a great value, and you get uh, access to some things that are only member only, and you get uh, better rates. I mean, a, a day trip to the Kennedy Center might be $60 uh, to the public, but it might be $50 for a member. So mm-hmm. there are benefits to membership. And importantly, I should say, because while $125 is a great value for everything we offer, yes. it can be a financial barrier for people. So we do have a uh, honor system, uh, hassle-free scholarship. Uh, people want to participate in what we do, but finance are a barrier. Uh, just come in and talk to our membership coordinator and fill out a registration form and we have a fund to underwrite the cost of membership for anybody who uh, finance their barrier. Accessibility is one of our critical values. Anybody who wants to come and play with us, uh, we make sure that they uh, are warm and welcome here. Fantastic. Let's talk a little more of, uh, specifics and about the actual gala itself. The Grand Gala 2016, uh, Havana Nights, um, February 27th, uh, cocktails at 6.30, dinner at 7.15, um, and you mentioned Big Ray and the Cool Cats. What else is going on that tonight? So it is, uh, you mentioned cocktail receptions and dinner, and dinner will have a, a Cuba theme, and the cocktails will certainly have a, a Cuban theme, too. I'm sure mojitos will be uh, abounding. <laughs> 
and we will be playing dominoes and games um, during the evening as well. The focus certainly will be a very nice boar's head dinner. There will be a, a relatively brief program. We're not going to spend a lot of time talking. We'll mm-hmm. certainly share some of why the Senior Center is important and why we are uh, gathering at the Grand Gala. But because fun and community is so critical to what we do, we very purposefully make sure the Gala focuses on giving people a lot of time to have fun mm-hmm. and celebrate community and wander around and see one another. There will be dance lessons with two folks from Terry Dean's dance studio, including Terry and his colleague Kathleen, wow. uh, who both teach ballroom dance here at the Senior Center. They'll be teaching the mambo and the cha-cha-cha and a few other dances. And then Big Ray and the Cool Cats. And if you have never seen Big Ray, he is uh, a nationally known act based here in Charlottesville. They play all kinds of dance music. And if you don't like to dance, but you want to just see a good show and toe tap, there's a mm-hmm. lot of room for that. Uh, so we'll focus on that. And while after dinner and while the music's going, I mentioned dominoes and other games will be played out in the, uh, the reception area. And there will be dessert and I'm sure, again, more, more drinking and frivolity. And there will be a raffle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have several great Cuban-themed raffle items, including some items that we brought back from Cuba on our trip earlier this month. There's a sampler of some very premium uh, Cuban cigars uh, mm. and a bottle of Havana Club seven-year rum, which is uh, you know items yeah. just not a bit in the States, but you can legally uh, come, uh, bring some of those back if you travel there. Some artwork we picked up in Cuba, some Cuban coffee, also not available without having gone down there yourself. Hmm. And then there's be some travel down to Richmond and also to Virginia Beach to see Cuban dance companies and enjoy some Cuban uh, restaurants in those communities. So a lot of raffle items, too, with Cuban themes. Um, and just mostly a whole lot of fun while raising significant funds for healthy aging here for our senior center. It sounds like it's a gala that just keeps on giving. The Havana Nights is not just one night. <laughs> Absolutely, and it's, uh, it's also affordable by gala standards. Uh, it's $175 for an individual. There are still a few uh, sponsorships for full tables of 10 for $2,500, and you can buy tickets uh, by coming to the Senior Center on Pepsi Place and Greenbrier Drive, or simply 24 hours a day, you can just go to Senior Center, Inc., O-R-G, and the homepage pops up with the Grand Gala. You just click the Read More, and you can learn more of the details of the who, what, where, when, and why, and buy tickets right there online. And if you're interested in supporting the Senior Center and the Gala, but not interested in going out on Saturday night, the 27th, you can also buy raffle tickets online, and you do not need to be present to win. Oh, wow. Well, it... Fun could never have been made more convenient. This is <laughs> that, that's right. We want to make it easy to have fun, and certainly we want to make it easy to support healthy aging at the senior center. Absolutely, and remembering that that is the overall theme here: supporting healthy aging, because that's something we all want to support, because we all want to benefit from healthy aging. We want to be here, and we want to be here and be healthy. Tell us, um, I, I guess you, you've answered all my questions. It sounds, uh, oh, oh, I wanted to mention, yes, black tie is optional. That can be fun. Black tie, optional, uh, and we are also uh, encouraging people to wear uh, Cuban attire or uh, Guayavara shirts, I believe they're referred to. <laughs> yes. Um, last year we had uh, about half folks were in black tie, and other folk, quite a few people were in uh, just a dark suit, so don't feel like a, if you don't have a tuxedo or like to get in your tuxedo, uh, don't that be a barrier. Um, you'd feel very comfortable coming in either black tie or just a dark suit. 
Fantastic. Or well, I guess for Cuba, it could be a white suit. It I mean, could be a white suit. I need to look at getting my white dinner jacket <laughs> out. That's true. Havana Nights. All right. Saturday, February 27th, 2016 at 6.30 p.m. Uh, and the Havana Nights uh, Gala will take place at the Boar's Head in Pavilion in Charlottesville, Virginia. Tickets again. Uh, give us that website where we can go one more time. Senior Center Inc. Org, and you can learn more uh, there about Grand Gal as well as everything the Senior Center does each and every day to have a lot of fun for you and to positively impact our community. Fantastic. Thank you so very much, Peter Thompson, the Executive Director of Senior Center in Charlottesville, Virginia, Albemarle County, Central Virginia. Do come visit us and visit Senior Center. It is a fabulous place to have funny and fun time and healthy living uh, any anytime you wish. All right? Thank you again, Peter, for being on the show. We wish you all the very best. Thank you, Marcello. Bye now. Stay with us as we'll be right back with a final comment from The Reasonable Voice. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. The Cohen brothers, Joel and Ethan, began making films in 1984 with Blood Simple. Since then, they've been churning out a steady stream of acclaimed titles, often uniquely genre-bending. Fargo, their sixth, came out in 1996, earning seven Academy Award nominations and two wins for Best Original Screenplay and Best Actress Frances McDormand. In addition to other honors, it has earned a spot on the American Film Institute's 100 Best Movies of All Time. Roger Ebert once claimed films like Fargo are why I love the movies. The film is essentially a classic noir detective story featuring no dearth of bloody murders, matched by outrageously underplayed comedy. Using the warm, rhythmic dialect derived from Minnesota kind, a pregnant cop pursues the dumbest ever villains to the gruesome, bitter end. Only then does she briefly abandon her smiling happy talk, Yeah, you betcha! Who cares if a lot of the snow had to be faked during the second warmest winter in a century? Or if nothing was actually shot in Fargo? Or if many Fargo residents may have been offended? Or if the story wasn't even true as the Coens had promised in their opening titles? The fact remains that Fargo is classic storytelling at its very best. Fargo, not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Hello, I'm Marcello Rolando, the reasonable voice. Thanking you for joining us and becoming one of the reasonable voices heard round the world. A valentine for libs, cons, marks, and original intent. I was no fan of Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, but this justice was no obstructionist Mitch McConnell, no hypocritical member of Congress, and no opportunistic egomaniacal Republican candidate for president. Justice Scalia and I shared an Italian-American heritage, Roman Catholic faith, and love for both the opera and operatic argument. Beyond this, our paths part, if not always in peace, because I believe the genius of our founding fathers is more than words on parchment. It is, potentially, the very life's breath, mind, and heartbeat of human kindness. Death our ever-present silent partner enters only to remind 
Our true original intent is, love thy neighbor as thyself. For what we do unto others with the time we're given is testament to character, definition of humanity, and covenant with the universe. Remaining an eternal millennial, I repeatedly cast my electoral ballot for another new deal, or new frontier, knight in shining armor knowing of course until there are perfect human beings there will be no perfection found in wall street boardrooms or at any level of government or even in voting booths knowing neocons conning easy marks with fears our finest hours are behind us are fooling some of the people all of the time knowing humanity is abused when we confuse values with telling other people what to do and with whom to do it despite trickle-down reagan the man from hope trade-offs and yes we can compromises we never allowed our destiny to be trumped because even in unanticipated death lincoln and the union prevailed Nonetheless, it's futureless to demand change and reform without the pragmatic will to put the foundations under them. So, how long will we mark every four or eight years with ninety-degree turns, swinging wildly like a twisted pendulum in the wind? Whether a trumped mark, Canadian evangelical, or aging independent, 2016 is another national defining election as we teeter on the reef of truth or dare potentially voting like pinballs bouncing off our last hit opting to ignore new water food and climate reality we could nonetheless still recapture our united we stand and snatch victory from the jaws of defeat so why willingly attend the reading of the will of those who willed us preemptive war on credit, banker-imposed crash, the Great Recession, and double-digit unemployment? It's not just the party we elect. It's what we continually elect to elect. While Republican revisionists brainwashed us with waterboarding, freedom fries, and the demonization of the left L-word, Democrats, as we had for the first Roman Catholic, pushed forward for the first black-looking, first female, and first Jewish-American president of the United States. However, young first-time voters were not media-ridiculed for electing Kennedy or Obama. It's not just settling for the lesser of two evils. It's confusing the one evil with one nation under God. Blinded by deceptive drawls and fast-talking celebrity waving our old glory to open carry hallelujahs, we multiply division with etch-a-sketch elections. Senator Bernie Sanders, like Senator Bobby Kennedy before him, is a magnificent lighthouse. But no matter how bright the beacon, without ship captains tested in international waters, can we sail through a perfect storm of Koch brothers, corporatism, and right-wing headwinds to the sane harbor of reason? Historically, we have elected presidents for their speeches, looks, smiles, and in reaction to their predecessors. But considering most American problems come from grumpy old white men addicted to conquering for plunder, maybe it's time for a tougher, 
broad POV. Look, primaries are like dating, but elections are marriage. Now that our ship of state has been ripped in half by an increasing imbalance between the haves and those who used to have, both neglecting those who never had, maybe for once we shouldn't send a grumpy old man to do a woman's job. Join us. Become one of the reasonable voices heard round the world. Thank you. Thank you for continuing to listen to, support, and share the Reasonable Voice Blog Talk Radio with family and friends, especially online. We enjoy hearing from you, and in response, yes, we are now accepting new company and business advertisers and welcoming organizations seeking to be one of our sponsors. So please do continue to email us at thereasonablevoice at gmail.com. However, if you prefer to simply make a donation, your donations are greatly appreciated and can be made through PayPal by clicking on the donate button found at the top of the homepage of the Reasonable Voice. Website. Thank you for joining us today to make every day as reasonable as possible. We hope you will download and share our downloadable podcasts. I'm Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice, hoping you will become one of the reasonable voices heard round the world. Music